So, man, what, what's your story, bud? Okay, well, this one time, I was on a super, I mean, I was on a health kick, right? I mean, salads, lean meat, I was, like, doing, you know, tuna, and, I mean, I was eating tuna every night, every day, you know, I mean, I was, I was you know, I was trying to, you know, trying to level up. You You're know trying to get saying? sucked up like a Safeway chicken, <laughs> bud. I was, too, man. <laughs> so, anyways, I was leaving some training, let, just left a... Uh, the uh, some training out east of t- uh, town when I was in police work and there's just a little just a little place that you go to just a little place to go get a burger or whatever but you know I'm I'm trying to be healthy I'm trying to do my thing so I go in there and here's a little um, tip do not ever if you go into a little dive place ever ever get the tuna fish salad <laughs> sandwich because you don't know how long it's been in I there right i told you that because uh, you don't know how long it's been in there i should have just got the burger but i didn't <laughs> so uh i get it and it was delicious but i mean yeah a few hours later like i'm you know uh, here it comes i'm i'm hurting it got real didn't it it, yes. it was in <laughs> bad whatever it was was it was bad so i mean it's it's like Man, it's come out both ends. I'm just being honest with you. It's bad. <laughs> so I load up. I'm going. I had it. I have to go to the ER. It's that bad. It lasted, you know, for like it was a 24 hour bug. Go to the Jeez. ER, and um, and I'm just hurting. And I still remember hurting so bad that one of the police officers that I worked with is a big, huge Bruton type guy. Um, he actually Brutimus. Picks, yeah, Brutimus. He actually. Because I could barely walk. He picks me up, like, you know, like when you get married and, you know, you, the husband picks their wife up to put her through the threshold. No way. That was me. That was me. <laughs> takes me into the ER. Takes me into the ER. And, um, I, you know, super bad. But when they, whatever doctor came in, he gave me some kind of drug or some, I don't know what it was. The best experience of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and that saved me. I was all better after that. I mean, I was still sick for, you know, maybe a day or so after, but I mean, it was the tuna fish salad. Sandwich. Oh, man. So, so X day on tuna fish salad. Important oh, yeah. to note that the nurse probably gave him the medicine, not the doctor. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoever I was, I was out of it. Whoever Doc- it was. Doctors get all the credit. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Doctor came in and saved me. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that just got real. Welcome to uh, episode seven. Uh, I'm Derek. Shay. And Sam. And today's special guest is a local hero. Oh gosh. You know, man of <laughs> man of many mysteries. Uh, Matt Reed, uh, welcome to the show. We're going to be talking through um, Airbnb, short-term rental, world traveling, um, dealing drugs. Yes, my specialty. <laughs> I mean, all the things. So I'm excited. <laughs> welcome to the show. Let's get real. I'm glad to be here. Um, so Matt, dude, tell us your story, bud. Who are you? Uh, well, most importantly, I'm a dad and a husband to some beautiful young women. Um, my wife and I have been married 13 years. I was there for your wedding. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got married on New Year's Eve. And uh, I have uh, two daughters. One's about to be 13. One just turned seven. So God. that's the most important thing about me. Awesome. Um, but I'm a nurse by trade. And then about a year ago, I went into pharmaceutical sales. And so now my children like to tell all their friends that i'm a certified drug dealer so <laughs> no he's legit guys yeah. he's, le- he's legit yeah. my daughter's uh told her friend no they're good drugs <laughs> that makes it none, none of that lace stuff you know? <laughs> um i grew up kind of all over uh lived in amarillo the longest joined the military in uh oh nine sorry i blanked i'm getting old now so uh swore i'd never come back to amarillo and then married a young lady from here and <laughs> And uh, we moved back in 13 uh, after I deployed. So uh, we've been back here since, and now we own a lot of property here, and so we're stuck. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Can't go anywhere. <laughs> Funny how that happens. Yeah, and I tell people, I mean, if I had a million dollars, I really don't know where I'd live. Like, So Emerald's a good, safe place to raise children, and it's not too busy yet. You know, the traffic seems to be getting worse. Um, 
Emerald is still like the the biggest small town ever. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know everybody. And then of course my wife's uh, family's here, and they're uh, super close knit, and so that's important to us too. So we're probably here for the long haul. I love um, that, man. What are, dude? Yeah. What are what are some of your hobbies, man? You got some you got some cool and interesting hobbies. Uh, well, I like to fly fish. That's probably my main hobby. Anything else is probably related to work or advancing our you know real estate uh, portfolio <laughs> in some way. <laughs> but my main hobby, which I've sucked my uh, uh, daughter and wife into, uh, my my older daughter ties flies and she's, she's just as good what? as a little fisherman. That is design. crazy. Yeah. Man. She loves it. And it's a, it's a cool hobby because you can go hiking and do it. You can, you know, it's not like, you know, let's get out on the boat with your buddies and get drunk. You can right enjoy the outdoors and hike, you know, to a good fishing spot or just bring a rod with you and, and make it part of your trip. But I um, love that. Do you have a favorite place to go? Now I know uh, some fishermen don't like to get up there to little secret spots or whatever. Well, it's yeah. not, you know, you can't fly fish in Amarillo, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no secret can, spots I here. think, yeah, you, actually, there are some guys that fly fish for bass, but I've never tried it. But uh, my parents live in Bozeman, and that's how I ended up getting into fly fishing because they, they live up there, and that's like the fly fishing mecca. So uh, we go up there, we try to go up there once or twice a year. And then usually we go over to New Mexico. And uh, I like to fish in Cimarron. I really like fishing small waters. Okay. I don't have to be out on some big, uh, beautiful river. But uh, Angel Fire and Cimarron is kind of a good close good spot, spot for so. me. Yeah, okay. for sure. I'll we'll have to take you to Central Oregon sometime, bud. I want to go so bad. You'd love it over Oh, there. yeah. I've read, you know, uh, Ben. Like, Dude, like, Ben, Sun River, like that whole area. You Man, I just I know you. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I got to take you. Yeah. You, got, you got to go up there with me. And Shay and Sam. Medium well, price. Yeah, yeah. What's the medium price of home Ben's? Like 800 I think? Bro, it's, it's up there. Yeah. yeah. It's 830 I think. Yeah. It's it's pretty high. Um, we had talked about moving there at one point before we really got deeply trenched in Amarillo, and I looked at houses, and I was like, ooh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. And the nursing pay, you know, <laughs> it's not uh, adjusted to the, the median uh, housing price there, so... But it looks like a beautiful place, man. It's crazy, and just kind of like what you what you described too, like just tons of things to do with family, you know. Um, the shoots river waters, like just small rivers, just beautiful scenery and hiking for days and yeah. all the stuff, man. So um, things I know you and I really geek out on, man. Yeah, get us away from just a whole big crowd of people, which we can do that too. <laughs> but it's nice to just retreat every now and again and get away. Yeah, so. absolutely, man. Good. So, like, okay, you told us who you are. Um, how in the world, because I've known you for years, man, how in the world did you get into real estate? Um, so I've always enjoyed, like, remodeling stuff. You know, we we, uh, we live in San Antonio. We remodeled the house we bought there and, and made some good money on it. We moved back here. Um, tried to buy a house when I was in nursing school, which is hilarious because, you know, when, when you're in the military, they'll – they'll guarantee you a loan for whatever you want. I think uh, when we bought our first house, I was 21 and we had about $900 in our account and they're like mm-hmm. 350,000, man. You're good. <laughs> wow. You're good. Yeah. I was like, yep. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I think our house is 170, but um, <laughs> moved back here, had money from that real estate sale. Um, and, and so we had savings. I had a new job that paid better and we went and tried to, buy a house and they're like sorry man <laughs> uh you know after the crash all the regulations were stricter and um ended up finding a house in westover my mom had to co-sign with me after i was a, a grown man with a whole nother career but uh, <laughs> so we you bought uh, a house though yes we bought that house and remodeled it and then um our family was growing and so we and we wanted to be in aisd or my wife did and so we did. Uh, <laughs> She's the neck that turns the head. Got it. Good perspective. Yeah, got that. Um, so we bought another house. I'm like, we'll just sell this one. And at the time, I was I didn't know anything about real estate at all. It was not my my jam. And so started looking. And we had only lived in that first house for 18 months. And I was like, oh, we're like all that money we put into it. A lot of that's going to go right back into taxes and capital gains. And so. I was working as a flight nurse and in the ER, and so because I worked so much, we had a decent amount of income. My wife was still trying to get through school, um, but we had enough to cover both if, if this other house didn't rent. And so, like, we'll just keep it as a rental and kind of go from there. And so we did for several years, and then 
in the interim, I had started a small photo booth company <laughs> for like weddings and stuff. Because you weren't busy enough. Yeah. And so it had become cool. uh, really successful and kind of, I didn't want to uh, mess with it anymore because it was a lot of nights and weekends and trying to, and so I uh, sold it to a young lady and, it, and she still runs it full time. It's still a successful mm. business, but that gave us some money for another down payment. And so my wife and I just through Instagram and other, I mean, I looked on realtor.com, but this is pre COVID. So this is when like finding good deals, you know, was, was kind of hard to do. And, um, put on Instagram that we're looking for some houses. And this nurse that I worked with was like, Oh, my mom has a house in Avondale. And so we go look at it, uh, walk through, there's some, there's some hoarders living there. Um, there's, just through the living room, is, you got to go through this trail of trash. To, mm. oh, yeah. And my wife's like, absolutely not. And I was like, we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you know this is going to be a deal. You got to see like, the vision. What? And I'm like, it's, you know, I think we bought it for 85. It's like 63 a square foot or something. It was, it was a good deal. It was nasty. <laughs> it was a good deal. And um, bought that one, took us, you know, in my head, I was like, yeah. Three months, I'll get this thing remodeled, and we'll get it out on the market. <laughs> so 18 months later, um, <laughs> the Airbnb market in Amarillo had really taken off, and I'd been, we had, um, at this time, I had actually, uh, I got laid off from being a nurse, which is a whole other story, but before COVID got bad in Amarillo, um, the census at the hospital was really low, and so they laid a bunch of people off, and so... Mm. I traveled nurse a little bit, and then I'd started a construction company with my brother-in-law. And so, um, and what were you doing in that construction company specifically? Uh, we did a lot of, um, and they still do. There's, uh, so my brother-in-law took that over, and he does that full-time now. Um, they do a lot of outdoor projects, a lot of pergolas, fences, things like that. And then we did some interior remodels too, but um, their main focus is outdoor work. Um, but because we were doing a bunch of that, we had worked on some Airbnbs, and I started talking to these people, and they're like, oh, dude, every night. It's booked every night. And these are, like, houses like mine in Avondale, the, the smaller houses in Wolfland. And I'm like, how much you rent them for? Oh, 125 And I'm like, Good <laughs> math. that's, like, a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, you know, compared to what traditional rent would be. Right. And so we turned that Avondale house into an Airbnb and uh, opened it. It would have been... July of 2021 and the first year it was awesome and so then I bought more houses <laughs> you're like this yeah. is sweet. and I was like I am the smartest man in the world I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna retire <laughs> these Airbnbs and so we opened another one in Oliver Eagle and it was busy for like the first four months and then I think this is my perspective and you guys probably know better but the market got really saturated and those uh, vacancy days started to really go up and up and up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, it got, it was still making decent money, but the stress of like turning it over yeah, compared to what it would rent for traditionally, right? that balance kind of got out of whack. And so we converted them back to to regular rentals. And so I still have people who are like, hey man, I think I'm going to buy an Airbnb. And I'm like, you're like, you know, when it's I had to be great, that first one, I did like market research as best I can. I'm a DIY guy. So like, you know, try to figure this stuff out. But when I would look in Amarillo for an Airbnb like that, when we were going to open ours, there'd be in that size of house, like 15 available for dates. So when our vacancy rates started going way up, I looked and there was at one point, there's like 300 available in Amarillo. I oh, mean, wow. it, it is. I think that's when you and I, when I had first got back from Oregon, mm -hmm. we had sat down and you were telling me, we were I think I was in this. converting them over. Yeah, yeah. I think I was still trying to hold on to it. You were. It, you when were. it was good, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And a small house in Avondale was making like four grand a month. I mean, it was. <laughs> and so I thought, man, if I had 10 of those. <laughs> we're living like, like kings. This would be great. You yeah. Know? Uh, but it, it fell off. A lot of that was like travel nurses at the mm -hmm. hospital. You know, they don't have as many now. I think um, there's a lot of corporations that bought houses in Amarillo, yeah. as far as I know. I mean, I, again, I'm a nurse, so this is all my perspective of it. But I think they did because I started to see houses in, like, Hillside Terrace, city, some, like, nicer, newer homes that are on Airbnb for, like, 85 a night. And I'm like, that's not sustainable. Yeah, that's but they are playing the long game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Because they could do if, short if they term cover their and costs, then, oh, dude, they're, they're good. banking on property value. Yeah, yeah. they're and banking they, on they don't care. they're banking on equity long. Term. I was cash flowing. I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> so don't come mess this up for me. Here and ruined it for everybody. <laughs> Man, that's um, a big spread going from fifteen to three hundred. And I think around the same time that me and you sit down, I remember that because you got my wheels turning on mm-hmm. it, and I started looking, and that was the number I pulled up was like three hundred and twelve oh, or something. It was something crazy. Yeah. And, and those so, are open. Yeah. That's not even the ones that are already booked. Yes. And so it's, there's a lot of them out there. There was a lot. And I want to kind of backtrack a little bit because you gave some incredible information and I love your journey in that. And I want to kind of pick it apart a little bit. So when you first got your first house, the very first one, and you were like, hey, we're going to hold on to this. And because that one was a rental first, mm-hmm. right? So can you talk about your experiences with having like a long-term buy and hold? Versus like your experience with the short-term space, kind of some pros and cons. Like what was your experience like with that? Um, the, what I, so going back, if someone was like, what would you do again? I don't think I would have, I have some really nice houses that are rentals. I have a, the houses in Westover. Uh, we have a house in the Greenways that I love. That one rents well, but it's hard to have these nice houses that you're like, man, don't mess it up. and then well because you guys do beautiful designs well and it's hard to like depends on if you're really going to play the long game then those properties will probably go up in value more than if you buy something in in not as nice neighborhood but those still cash flow just as well right now and so it's it's kind of hard to say well you know you can buy a house in avondale and still make 500 bucks a month or you can buy a house in the greenways and be stressed out about it Um, but you're like, come on, equity, come on, equity for, I mean, for us, you know, it was just a lot of figuring stuff out. And so we, um, we ran that first one out on Facebook to some people we knew, which is good and bad. I, I hate asking people for rent. And to this day, I've never, uh, I've never charged anyone a late fee, but it's almost like if you tell me the rent's late, cool, we're good. If I have to ask you, I'm like, no, it stresses me out. Right, <laughs> like, yeah, right. Um, and so when you know people that you're running to, that that dynamic gets a little weird. I had a rent paid that was like 30 days late, and I'm like, hey man, now the rent's due again. <laughs> like, you got to double up. Or, yeah. Um, and then my wife's brother moved into that house, and they lived there a long time and loved it, and they were uh, gonna buy, it, and then they bought something a little bit bigger, but. Um, that one, that first house was, th- that's the one I talk about when people are like, do you want to like, do you think I should do this? And I'm like, you, you can, if you want to, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot to learn. Um, but you need a small down payment or a significant down payment for, for real estate investment. And then you have to look at all these things like taxes and all this other stuff. And that's kind of, so we just listed that house and got an uh, offer on it on Thursday. Nice. Congrats, man. I saw it when you posted it. Yeah. Um, because we're kind of getting taxed out of it as, as far as the cash flow goes. And we're building a new house. Yep. And so we're kind of at this crossroads. Like, you have to have the patience for it to be a long-term investment. For They are cash flowing you know, really well right now, but that is less and less every year. Every time mm-hmm. you get those escrow statements, yeah, <laughs> you're like, Oh man. Yeah. I was making 500, you know, three years ago. And now it's, you know, we're clearing a hundred bucks, but if you're in it for the long term, that's still great. Like even if you're losing a hundred bucks a month and that's the part people don't understand. Like I think trying to get into it, they're like, Oh, I'm gonna buy this house and make a thousand bucks a month on top of the rent. They're like, no, not with the uh, interest rates and property values. But, um, that one, is what got us started, and I learned a lot there. And um, th- then it just kind of steamrolled from there. And that's what the other thing I tell people is like, once you buy it, it's no longer debt. Like if it's rented well, it's no longer debt. Now it actually shows up as income, um, so that that wipes away that. So you can get approved for another one, and then if you have two, then it's even easier, and so on and so forth. But man, that's awesome. Um, <clears throat> I was trying to think too, because did you guys? So when did when did A and O Designs come into play? Was that in the beginning, or was no, that like? No, that's my my baby. Still, it doesn't exist as like a fully functioning company. So maybe one day I have hats and some shoes I made. And, um, I really want to build houses. Now my realtor 
they're good friends of ours and her husband's a builder and they tell me all the time that I'm not meant for that. So. <laughs> I don't see how you guys, so I hear, many I hear him talk on the, well, I hear him talk on the phone and he's very direct and it takes like dealing with people is not maybe my forte. Like she says I'm too nice. Now my wife may say otherwise, but um, that is my dream. Like I love interior design stuff. Um, I, I'm, you know, Everyone like comes over our house and and they're like, "Well, we still have like, what, what, where'd you get this or why'd you pick this out?" And they're like, "Matt did." And everyone's like, <laughs> "Like, you know." And I'm a nurse, so that makes that even better. Um, <laughs> but I, that's just my, I like that. Like, I could walk into a room and and just kind of see like, "Oh, I would do this or this." Like, yeah. Especially so, a lot of our remodels have been like using that space that's already there. I'm not like, hey, let's tear up this wall. You know, I'm not Joanna Gaines, that's for sure. Um, but I can, like, look at a, a space and, and kind of see some functionality as it exists. Um, and, and that's my dream. I think probably not building houses, but maybe one day in the future, like, doing some consultation for people or something would be where that goes. I was about to say, I could absolutely see you doing that. Yeah. Like, and <clears throat> I just, I know your design and, like, the way that you guys have your properties right now, dude, they're gorgeous. On the inside, like... Absolutely gorgeous. So it'll be cool to see when your your new home gets built and everything. Like, yeah, because I know what you did with your current place. When I walked in, I was like, dude, the, the makeover from when you bought it. Yeah, it was ugly, man. And like, just all the elements. Like, yeah. you guys have so many elements and textures, and like, use space so well. Yeah, and I say that, so that house is ugly, but not really. I mean, it had, it's got beautiful woodwork, yep. out, but mm-hmm. it was all this, you know, that orangey oak from the It's 80s. where it all just kind of blends and does, it, 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 yeah. it almost doesn't make it a feature. It almost it takes away from yeah. the house. Yeah. I'm uh the building process would be fun. Uh, we haven't broke ground yet. That's probably about, excuse me, four weeks out. Cool. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that part. That's cool. I love it. Hey, when we think about um, just going back to the idea of short-term rentals versus long-term rentals and the amount of vacancies that you were seeing in your short-term rentals and just going back to that real quick i think and i you know when i'm out and i'm looking at these bnbs um or these short-term rentals man it's got to catch my eye if i'm going to stay there yeah. it's got to catch my yes, eye so if sure. i'm thinking of someone what do you th- think of it when you look at a portfolio of i've got my i'm going to have this is a short-term rental i'm going to have this is a long-term rental as far as i'm th- i'm hearing Maybe the long-term rental is functional, something that it could, if it gets messed up, I get it. That's a long-term rental. Mm. I'm going to have to fix it versus a short-term rental. Man, it's got to pop. Yeah, for sure. And there's some people in town that are really good at that. Like if you get get on there and there's some, like, um, I think the biggest component of that that people miss out on is going to be paying the 250 bucks or whatever for professional photos. Like, that is in today's game you cannot yes. have yeah. Yeah. and you'll see something like you're marketed. like you know you can tell it's yeah. an iphone well, um, but uh you're i mean you're right like that's your chance to see the house especially online on that short-term space i mean if it doesn't look good in those pictures then the the vacancy rate's probably gonna be really high when you go looked at if you were when you were really looking or go to look at a place do you pretty much pretty much go Okay, this is a, a oh, like as a buyer. Rental. Yeah, this was, I'm gonna make this a short term rental. They or do they or do you? See I'm, I'm out on sh- on short term, right now. Well, when you uh, well, but when I was, I looked at like school districts, things like that. So like that Avondale house, I was like, oh, this would be a perfect Airbnb. It's you know, it, it had a cool basement. And when I really first started, I was like, oh, I could put like some arcade games down there and all right. that. And then it took so long to get it up and running that I was like, here it is. <laughs> you get what you get. Someone Don't throw it, fit. please. And it was like it booked, you know, I had, uh, we had some travel nurses in there for like six months paying, oh, right. like, yeah. okay. you know, three grand a month. So I was like, yeah. I was in hog heaven. But um, those are those things. Like I look at it, would I want to live here like with kids? And those are usually the ones that I look and I'm like, oh, that'd be a good rental. Like, yeah. Is it on a busy street? Is it on a cul-de-sac? Is it in a good school district? Those type of things. The short-term ones, you're like, I'm in town traveling, so do I want to be close to the highway, the ballpark? Mm-hmm. 
restaurants. Those types of things. Powder Canyon is, be, you know, growing up here, you're like, meh. There was never anything out there as a kid. And it was like, just this hot, like, desert. Yeah. And yeah. there, I meet a significant number of people that come to town to go out there. Yeah. Right? yeah. And so that mm-hmm. that's a good area for short term. I think still, yep. even though I'm not really interested anymore, but I think still if you're looking out there, um, because there's a, there's a significant amount of traffic coming through Amarillo to go out there. The right. ballpark. Right. Uh, even for like these small surrounding communities, I think a lot of people come in town to go to a game, and downtown's becoming better and better. Um, those are like, so you probably wouldn't want to live downtown, right? If you had right. kids and going to school, but if you're in town, and that's mm-hmm. how I kind of look at those two, and and because uh, we end up with we had two Airbnbs and then five like traditional rentals, and that's the different like my traditional rentals are in like Paramount. And greenways and west oak like yeah right. those neighborhoods where you're like oh i would live there yeah you know? mm-hmm. well i was gonna say too i mean i know during covid so probably about the time everything was really good for you before the crunch of everybody saturating mm-hmm. um airbnb also changed their algorithm to where on their listings they wanted to start promoting unique stays yeah and so it was unique stays or you literally had to stand out from the pack yeah and so, just based off of you being in the space, like, what were some things that could help somebody stand out in that space? Uh, I worked really hard for the super host status because that's like a filter, and that's, that's kind of cool. what. I ba- you, yep. you know, you have to like look at the filters, and I think anyone getting into it without like help and is trying to figure it out on their own, you have to be like, just put yourself in the the buyer's perspective and say, what do I filter when I'm going out of town somewhere. Uh, especially if you if it's not a unique stay. Yeah. I mean, so for me, like, if I would have stayed in it and I was really working for that, like, that arcade thing. It would have been, been awesome. Great. Yeah. Like yeah, because there's one in, Have you seen that one in town uh, where it's nothing but, like, a game room? Okay. The whole house. <laughs> so that those things are huge. Like, if you can do something like that, that basement would have been a great arcade. Yeah. Um, if you got, like, some funky outdoor space, something like that that's got to set you apart. Yeah. On top of professional photos, and it's got to re- be remodeled decently yep. enough. I mean, there's. I would love to be able to pull that data on like people that just buy these houses and stick them on there versus people that like spend a little bit of extra time and money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their vacancy rates have got to be higher. Yeah, and that super host status I think is really big because it shows that you don't cancel on people. You have good reviews that you've been doing in a while, and I think the algorithm favors that. Hey, we'd like to give a quick shout out to Emerald National Bank, founded in 1892. It is a family-owned bank. It is your locally owned bank. You had how many, at the height of it, how many Airbnbs did you have? Uh, just those two. And then you had how many rentals? Uh, five traditional rentals. Awesome. Um, and I know you had mentioned earlier um, if... You know, once you, because your advice to somebody was like, you know, once you get that one, if this is what you're wanting mm-hmm. to do, then the second one's a little bit easier and then easier. So can you talk about like, how are you able to finance that? Like, I know you had a steady job, you had steady yeah. income. Did you use that income for your down payments for each one? Or like, can you kind of talk about the financing behind that for anybody that's looking to get in the space, how they can kind of grow, scale, all that kind of stuff? Yeah, absolutely. So um, all mine are like traditional mortgages with that um well, so the minimum is 15% down for investment property. We did 25, especially when the rates started to get really high because that puts you in a lower lower rate. And so, Which helps your cash flow. Yes, yeah. Um, and equity. For sure. Um, but that, so that first one, no, you, you, you got to save up however. I mean, I, you know, it's different for everybody. So mm-hmm. that, you know, we could talk for hours about how you save up your money. But <laughs> <laughs> um, and. And really, I mean, if you can find some better deals, which are still out there right now, it's just a lot harder to find. 15% might work, but you got to sit down and do the homework and, and say, is it going to cash flow? Or is this going to, you know, with the yeah. rates and everything else? And you could do that and maybe bank on rates coming down. Maybe say it doesn't cash flow at all the first couple of years. And you, but everybody needs a crystal ball for that. <laughs> um, so we, we bought them incrementally as we saved up cash. And, and it really does start to snowball. If you are, you know, wise about saving that money that's coming in, and 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 for a lot of people, if you can just act like that, if if a property's cash flowing, just act like that money's not even there. Mm-hmm. Sticking in an account after a year, now you've got this. You know, you start to build another down payment if nothing's gone wrong at your property. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was going to ask. So it's you know, it's bifold. Yeah. Or, you know, it's 
you need that money in case well, the AC goes out, which now a good unit's ten fifteen thousand dollars mm-hmm. or you get lucky and you have two good years and now you've got a significant chunk of a new down payment. Um, for me at the time I was doing travel nursing. And so my, you know, I just got lucky as far as my income goes. And how did, can I ask, dude, <clears throat> okay, you were travel nursing, you had these properties, like how in the world did you manage those properties while you're travel nursing? You know, stress. Like, did you have any uh, systems or technology or apps or anything you were using at that time? No, and they're they're out there uh, on the Airbnb side of things. There's there's some really good people in town that that do like flip them for you if if you just want to be hands off. Some property um, man- property management. Type. Yeah, and there's a like um, even on these Facebook groups and stuff. Like, there's a lady out there that just does like Airbnb. It's like ten percent traditional property management for you takes care of all the cleanings and flips it over. And so you can be pretty hands off. I'm, I'm not cause I'm cheap. <laughs> um, so I would do most of that. And then my mother-in-law would, would clean them, um, for cash on the side. So you can, it just depends on what you want to do in the short term space. I mean, there's, there's people out there that'll manage it for you or you can make more money if you're cleaning them yourself. Cause that's a significant part of that, of that cash flow. Um, so managing them, yes, it was either <laughs> that, that. I mean, that's the other side of, of owning rental property too. Like, do you want a property management company, or do you want to make more money? Yep. And have more stress. I think like that is that, a that's, great that's, question. So anybody that's trying to like begin and get in the space, that's like mm-hmm. the perfect question to ask because th- most people don't understand what it yeah. takes to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think my advice would be to at least be a little handy. Cause there's, I mean, you can save 150 bucks, you know, and, and for some people like that's an entire month's cash flow for simple fixes. If, if you're not handy, what? you better be prepared that you may not cash flow very well the entire year. So just apprentice under Matt and watch what he does on construction <laughs> no, I mean, stuff and remodels. You know, and no, I'm not talking like major, you know, plumbing stuff like that, but we've had hiccups at a rental property. You're like, Hey, the heater's not working. And you go over there and the, the gas line is off. Because somebody turned it off. You don't know who, but <laughs> oh. things like that. So if you have a property management company, they're going to send <clears throat> HVAC company out. They're going to be there three you. seconds, but it's going to be a hundred bucks for a service call. Yeah. Right? And now you've blown, you know, most of your cash flow that month. Yep. Um, so if you're just a little handy, that goes a long way. Um, and then, then you get in the element of if you're not there, you're traveling and you don't have a property management company. Now you got to have friends or family or someone that's willing to go over there. And look at stuff. So, man, th- there there's just a lot that goes into it as far as support and and how you want to run it, um, and those things tie into how much money you make. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you could, let's give. Do you have another question, Sam? Where you're about nope. to ask? So I was gonna say, what if you could give, hey, three don't dos to the Airbnb space? What would it be like? On oh, the short term space, yeah, okay. like hey, yeah. don't do these three things. Okay, uh, don't blow your entire budget on expensive furniture. Like for, for both of ours, we furnish them with like nice stuff too. I'm not going to put junk in there, but yeah. like estate sales, uh, mm-hmm. we found some furniture at Sam's, like stuff like that. And I know some people that were furnishing their Airbnbs and spending like twenty five, thirty thousand dollars $30,000. Because at the time you're like, oh, I'll make that money back right away. Uh, now you have to be a lot more frugal, I think, with the more competitive space. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be number one because I saw a lot of people like just – throwing down yeah you're like oh it's gonna rent full time and it's gonna be great and then when it doesn't uh you're regretting those choices (laughs) um two would be the professional photos i think go a long way um it and it's usually i mean there's people out there 150 bucks 200 dollars those go a long way and then three would probably uh oh so don't do homemade photos sorry these are don'ts and then don't uh, just buy a property and expect it to rent out. You gotta, it's gotta have some flavor, unique style or something. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Is there a specific style that you guys like to stick with across all of your properties, whether it's in the short term space or long term? Like you're like, this is, this is kind of what we like. Yeah, I, th- I would think our style is like kind of. Um, oh man, I'm not an interior designer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's pretty modern, like functional modern. Cool. Yeah. Not like, I don't like the 
you swing too far towards the modern stuff, it looks like sterile, like you're going into an OR mm-hmm. in someone's house. <laughs> Dude, my um, wife says the same yeah. thing. Like sometimes yep, it's you're like, too man, much. Too anyone, much. Does too anyone cold. Even live here. Yeah. You know? Like, right. um, but we use a lot of white and black. Uh, you use some you really know, cool yeah. textures. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I have uh, our house now. I uh, bought these hexagon, uh, hexagon. Um, Do they look like D- those? D- look DJ behind tiles. you. They're just flat. Yeah, they're flat, and I put those up on a wall and things like that. I spent. Okay. I mean, there's so much stuff out there on Instagram and, yeah. and everywhere else where you can kind of like I save a bunch of stuff on Instagram. That's my style, and then I can like pull those up and look at a room and and use that. Yeah, I like that. Um, it's really cool, man. But it would be somewhere between modern and uh, mid-century modern, something like that. That's cool, man. Well, um, man, let's get into to the next discussion here because you're somewhat of you. You and your family are somewhat of like world traveling connoisseurs, if you will, we, man. That's our jam. That's my hobby. There you go. Man, that's <laughs> that is like fly fishing and, and budget travel. <laughs> which man, I want to go into that, bud, because um when I came back and I saw you guys going all over the place, it was honestly, it's what everybody wanted to do during COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Like we all got so sick sick of staying inside. Yep. And the other thing that happened with that was everybody also started looking at priority. And they mm-hmm. were just like, man, like why am I putting this trip off with my family? Yeah. Why am I waiting to take the job I've always wanted? So I think what it did was force people to get out of their comfort zone and do what they wanted to do a lot sooner. Yeah. Which was good sure. and healthy in a lot of ways. Well, I think you guys were crushing that aspect because, dude, it was, it's been cool to watch you guys travel all over the place. So, man, like, touch on some of the places you've been. Like, how did you travel? Travel tips, all the things, man. I want to dive Ooh, into that's, that. That's like a whole other episode in that's itself. That's a dude. We're good. <laughs> Um, my, so my jam is like finding cheap tickets. That's, and, and, uh, a lot of these places we've been, it's cause I'm like, I don't know. It looks cool. And the, t- the tickets are cheap. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, we went to like Roatan Honduras, which we're going back now and we absolutely love, but I'd never heard of it. I know Honduras is kind of a sketchy country, but, uh, Roatan's out on an Island by itself. It's actually like this big cruise destination, but so it'll be fun. Yeah, well, we've already been there. It is fine. Yeah. Uh, we loved it. We're going back. Um, but I use this app called Kiwi, and um, you know, my wife's a teacher, and then I have a flexible job. So that's a huge component okay. of that. That doesn't fit everybody's lifestyle. Yeah, sure. Yep. So during the summer, like on the, ki- time. on the Kiwi app, you can put in, oh, I want to travel anywhere from June through July. You can select those entire dates, and I want to go somewhere for five nights. And that's it. Like where you want to leave from, and then it'll show you – all the different all destinations. All the different destinations. Wow. Um, and it's it's like it shows you the airline. It's not like Priceline where you got to like hope you're getting on a good airline. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it'll show you who it's through and you could go book it yourself. But the booking uh, fee through Kiwi is like five bucks or something. Wow. So, wow. Um, now, we'll tell you the first time in my life I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> the first time. <laughs> so next week we're having your wife as a guest. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday afternoon. I got an uh, alert from Kiwi. It's like your flight had changed, which happens. And it's usually like the carrier changed it by two or three minutes. They didn't like cancel something. And we're flying Delta. So it's a good airline. And I'm like, we're, we're going, we're, we were <laughs> going to Panama. My wife and I went to Panama in 2019 and loved it. And I wanted to take my kids back. And I'm like, that's not the airport code <laughs> that I remember flying to. And so um, I had booked an entire trip to Panama for my family. Uh, we we're going to fly to Panama City and then fly to Bocas del Toro, which is this, like, beautiful rainforest beach area. And um, I, I bought tickets to Panama City, Florida. And more importantly, that I bought happens. them like two months ago. And so oh, I've man. been, I have booked hotel. I, I booked this entire. The whole uh, package, bud. Excursion. Now the hotel was refundable. Those extra tickets from Panama to Bocas were not. So I lost like 700 bucks. And then I had to go back and frantically like figure out what we're going to do in Florida for, <laughs> for six days. <laughs> <laughs> so have to be careful on the Kiwi app that you know exactly right. where you're going. But I know um, you, and I know you're going to do something awesome regardless. It's going to be fun. We're going to go to Disney World on the 4th of July. Cool. And, oh, well, that's good. And do some other stuff. But I was, 
man, Panama is a beautiful country. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was really wanting to go there. They're like, hey, it's guess like, what? I was a, Surprise. I was like in a depression for like <laughs> two days over that. <laughs> but where's but, some of like the coolest places you've been, bro? Because y'all been a uh, ton of places. My wife and I went to the Azores, and I would go back there a million times over. So it is, uh, people call it like Europe's Hawaii. Um, so it's. It's a five-hour flight from New York City or a two-hour flight from uh, Portugal, and it, it belongs to Portugal, but it's out in the middle mm. of nowhere. And the only reason I knew it existed is because there's an Air Force base there, and I had a buddy that was stationed there and loved it. There's nine islands, and kind of like Hawaii, each little island is like it's got its own climate and, and mm. atmosphere. And, um, my wife and I spent a week there and absolutely loved it. Our um, Airbnb for the week was 500 bucks for the week for the, the week. week. Yeah, it will bad. get you on rental cars cause it's an Island. So <laughs> just expect that our tiny little rental car for the week was like 1500 bucks. So that's now you, you could like opt out and, and there's plenty of taxis and everything else, but the people over there are super nice, extremely safe. Um, and then dining and everything else kind of in that same price range as, as our Airbnb. Like we'd go have dinner for 30 bucks somewhere with drinks and everything else. So that's wow. awesome. That's, and it was, there's unlimited hiking ocean and everything else. Like I would, I would go back there anytime, but finding cheap tickets that I did find cheap tickets that one time <laughs> that my wife and I went, but finding cheap tickets over there is pretty hard. Um, We've been to Costa Rica and Panama. I, like Central America is beautiful. Um, my wife and I've been uh, to Europe, but I was over there with the Air Force, so that was that was a free, <laughs> free adventure. Um, and then Roatan this last time. Roatan's a really cool little spot. Um, if you stay there, I think we, it was. It's crazy because it's pretty much this one little strip of hotels and stuff and it's not like Cancun or anything. I mean, these are like one or two story hotels, super chill. Um, it's, so it's the second largest reef in the world after the great barrier reef. So the diving there is oh, insane. insane. Right. Like you can, there's people that go there yearly or, you know, twice a year just to dive because there's so many dive spots that you're never going to see the same thing twice. So, so wow. do you dive? Uh, my daughter and I did this last okay. time, and uh, I was so proud of her. That was, like, my best dad moment because I was scared. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. It is. Daughter suited could, up. You're I like, could okay. not act scared because now my daughter is here. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, we did our training class cool. together, and she uh, she in, inadvertently flooded her mask and cleared it like a champ. And uh, nice. so we went down to 40 feet. And so 12 years old, I mean, that's pretty awesome. That's yeah, awesome. Is, that that's really cool. We swam with this moray eel that was like six feet long. And I was like, are those things dangerous? But you can't ask that underwater. You can't talk. Right. And so I'm like, oh, You're like, boom, 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 boom. That's <laughs> cool. She was my favorite daughter. So that's why we're going back there. She, cool. like, she loves scuba diving now. So. Have you, uh, have you, well, if that's, do you know, have you heard of the blue hole there in New Mexico? Uh, I have, I've, I've, yeah. I've seen the signs for it and stuff. I've actually never been, but I mean, I mean it's, it's good. To, uh, I've done that several times. I mean, just to stay in practice and yeah. get it more acclimated. Um, that's a great place to go. It's not, doesn't have a current, so yeah. you don't have to worry about drifting off and it's, it's uh, pretty deep. My old unit, uh, in, in Minneapolis when I was in the air force, all those guys dove and I was always like, Oh, that's like rich people thing. You know, like they would travel all over the world and there's a bunch of doctors and, um, but this, like Rotan, it was uh, the training class was a hundred bucks, and it was like fifty dollars a dive, and that's like for an hour with all the equipment and everything. So it's really not like that's not bad. That's not yeah, reasonable. it's basically a round awesome. of golf. Yeah, yeah, um, and you don't have to get certified. That was the other thing that I I didn't know until last year. Like, if you're not certified, then you have to go with an instructor. And I'm like, why would you not want to? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would. Like, why would go. you want to go without someone yeah. that can help you right. with something? Oh, you know what you're doing, and I don't. Let me do this by myself. <laughs> Um, Sounds so, great. So we, I may work on that process one day, but we didn't even start to fill out any of our paperwork, especially for the junior diver stuff. Mm -hmm. um, my, I don't know. My daughter is super into it, so one day she may, she may pursue that. Get ready. Yeah. Um, for I'd love to be with an instructor every time I go, <laughs> <laughs> just in case something goes wrong. Um, I'm trying to think of where else we've been. You know, there's some beautiful places in the U.S. too. We love Zion, and I think uh, Grand Tetons is probably one of the most under visited places in the United States. It is beautiful, but 
I've never been to Oregon either, so. Man, uh, you're um, going. That's happening. Grand Tetons is gorgeous, and we we love that trap. Like, you can go through Utah up there. You know, obviously, we're heading towards Bozeman eventually, but um, Utah and Arizona have this just, like, and I, you know, before I went to Arizona on that travel assignment, I just always thought, that was, like, hot desert, you know, but there's some really beautiful places in there. It's not a not a bad drive at all, so. We don't always have to use the Kiwi app to fly somewhere. I mean, we, you know, there's a lot of beautiful places in the U.S. Um, My man, what are some mm-hmm. what are some travel tips you have for people going international? Ooh, um, so I would say if you can be flexible and use that app, you can really go a lot of places uh, for cheap as long as you're sure of the city you're headed to. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, make sure you got, you double check well, the airport I code. Would, uh, you know. Pride always gets you in the end, but I was like, dude, I I found tickets to Panama for three hundred bucks. <laughs> like I'm like, I'm like, this is so I cheap. I am the I'm travel s- genius. I'm, <laughs> I'm seeing you as the uh, the the bargain shopper. Like you would. Oh um, yeah, that's my jam. Uh, I love saving money. But, it's like uh, a win for you. Um, international travel. I would say it's a, so. It depends. Like if you're taking young kids, you gotta be prepared for those long stretches of like insanity you know um, mm-hmm. trying to keep my daughter entertained when we went to ireland was was a good time and i got separated from my wife so it was me and her <laughs> oh man. Six, you know six years old so you gotta have snacks and ipads and they make some really cool stuff we found this uh travel hammock thing that like clips into the seat so she could lay flat you know so their little feet nice. don't hang down nice um, they make some like inflatable pillows um there's uh a lot of people on Instagram too. You can, you can follow and pick up like a lot of those. I, I saw one the other day that I thought was genius, where they stuffed all their clothes into a pillowcase and carried it on the plane. My man, I know, right? So you can have your carry on, and then you have this pillow, and it was literally all their clothes. Man, yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> sound, that sounds like a no checked bag. <laughs> yeah, kind of I like, love that, it. So that is our thing too. Like we had to learn as a family to travel international and to, and to do it within reason. So we went to Ireland uh, for two thousand bucks for for four of us, which is that's crazy cool. for flights. Wow. Sorry. Um, but that's with, with carry ons. And so that's kind of where that, my, my username came from was if, if you want to travel cheap and go to like some cool places, you can't take a 50 pound bag with you. Like it's just not going to happen because it starts to add up for mm-hmm. four or five Fees people. And, mm-hmm. and then, so once you get there, you know, you typically, you got to stay at Airbnb so you can wash your clothes and, uh, Airbnb, is I mean really has changed a lot of things. So that's that's a big thing too. If you're gonna travel international, I think would plan on staying at some Airbnb so you could at least like wash your clothes every once in a while and and not uh, have to bring eighty uh, changes. Uh, of clothes. I mean, there's some people I see at the airport like because we used to be those people, and I'm like, good, look, like what do you need all that stuff for? <laughs> like, you need a pair of tennis shoes, you know? Like you're not going to a fancy dinner if you're traveling with your family. You know, it depends on what you want to do, but like for us, it's gonna be hiking and. Yeah, it's gonna right. be outdoors, outdoors right. stuff. getting out so, about like mm-hmm. we'll eat at McDonald's if we have to. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. What are what are <clears> the places <throat> that you have that you want to go for the future? Like, what are some places you haven't been yet? Ooh, I would say those long, long, long flights. So Australia, <sighs> Thailand, um, some of those places that where you look at those flight times and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> with younger kids, you know, yeah. Like, it's almost 12, like a challenge at that like point. Twelve hours on the airplane. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, I do it. Oh, um, we. My wife and I were fortunate enough to go through Europe, but I really want to uh, take my kids through there because that's one of those places you can f- land one spot and hop on a train and go to ten different countries if you yeah. want to. I loved Belgium. I thought it, the people there were awesome and it was beautiful. Um. My daughter and I, uh, my small group leader. This was his. Uh, his idea and he he passed it on to me and I think it's great but we're uh, she's turned 13 and so me and her are going to go on a trip and she gets to pick anywhere in the continental U.S. which I keep having to use that word because she's like I want to go to Hawaii (laughs) 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 Um, contiguous states honey yes I'm like Like, it's got to be you know it has to touch another state what was she telling me Uh, St. Thomas is you know I'm like yeah (laughs) again continental U.S. um (laughs) So she gets to pick a trip. Uh, we're going to go for three or four nights somewhere in the U.S. Um, because, you know, she's going to be a teenager now, and there's a lot that goes with that. And, um, that's I'm, I'm really looking forward to that this summer. That's um, really cool, man. 
So, so I thought cool. that was a cool idea. And yeah. then my wife and I talked about it. Uh, I think, you know, when she turns 16 or 17, somewhere where she's about to graduate, her and uh, my wife are going to go somewhere. And then we'll do the same thing with my younger daughter. But That is really cool. Awesome. She's still trying to decide. She's San Diego. or I want to go. Uh, uh, Boston is an awesome city. I want her to see Boston. Uh, I, I was trying to talk her into going to the Pacific Northwest. But that's selfish of me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's She's 40 like, lakes in like 12 <laughs> miles. Yeah, I'm like, you know how much fly fishing we Oh, man. <laughs> um, she wants to do something uh, like San Diego, which we loved when we went. The zoo is probably the, like, the most amazing place I've been in my life as far as zoos go. Uh, I think she really wants to go back there. So That's cool. Probably where we'll be. Man, I love it. Any other questions? Man, I don't think it's so. Awesome. Dude, any, any last travel tips or, or any last? Ooh. I would say, to, you know, I tell a lot of people because they ask where, like, how we afford to go to all these places. And one, it's because I'm a drug dealer. But two, <laughs> <laughs> if Certified. you can be flexible with Certified those dates. Uh, oh, I, I guess the, the, the biggest thing I didn't mention was we probably n- almost never fly to Amarillo ever. So all those cheap places we've gone, you know, Ireland, we fly to Denver, uh, Honduras, we fly to Dallas. We, yeah. we typically fly to Dallas. Okay. So you'll drive down, mm-hmm. fly out I of mean, that to save ticket, fairline yeah. ticket, so airline the, tickets. So Ireland <clears throat> was, was two grand round trip for four people out of Amarillo. It was, uh, was going to be about 8,000 bucks. Wow. So, oh, cool. wow. That's worth that's the a, drive. That's yeah. a little difference. Yeah. Just so and that Kiwi app will let you do that where you can put in Denver, Dallas, Oklahoma City, Albuquerque, Amarillo all at once. And search all those things, and, oh, it, and it'll, it'll tell you where it is. Makes it easy. Yeah. Makes it easy, man. So I love that. Man, we appreciate you having ha- being on the show, Matt. Appreciate you. Yeah, this is a good time. Yeah, thanks for the info. Yeah. Man, yeah, thanks. Uh, guys, also, where can people find your, your your travel stuff at, all the stuff? How can people find you, man? Oh, man, my stuff's private. So. Oh. <laughs> my design page is not. A- a- A&O Designs. Uh, and then we, we, we are trying to start uh, – um, that travel Instagram. If you do, and, and I will say too on Ano Designs, like go check it out, man. Their designs insanely good. So go yeah. get some ideas. You know, send them some messages. Maybe you can apprentice under them and learn some yeah, stuff for sure. My Just wife's gonna hire. My wife's gonna hire me <laughs> under you for me. I know that's gonna happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> man, I appreciate you a ton, brother. Yeah, Thanks absolutely. for coming on, man. <laughs>